Today on the Joey and Lauren in the Morning podcast, you get to hear Lauren's voice, which sounds like this. I lost my voice. It is gone. <laughs> so you're welcome. Enjoy it. Okay? Yeah. We're not going to make Lauren talk much. Just enjoy the podcast. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. You know, I always love moments when someone tells us what we should talk about on the show, and then I don't have to do any work. This is great. VJ, one of our coworkers, shared a uh, Facebook post with us, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to talk about this. It's from a local wedding Facebook group. Lauren's part of a couple of Facebook groups. You, uh, you have that mom one. Or did you leave that mom group? I left that mom group. Did it you? Was, with all the drama? It was toxic, man. Mom shaming, people getting after each other. I'm I'm in a couple of other groups, and it's like, man, people have no is decorum the right word. People have no shame. No class. They don't. They don't hold back. Yeah. They just get after you left each that mom, other. That mom group was so. I mean, you. I well, love I think the I stories. might be still in it. I think I just uh, muted it or Got something. It, so every day, Lauren would be like, "Oh my gosh, you won't believe it!" And this is all across the country. These yeah. moms and oh, they'd be like crazy. sharing crazy things about crazy. their husbands and all that stuff. Uh, well, this is a wedding. Uh, Facebook group, and this is what it says. It says, hello, unfortunately, I have decided to cancel my wedding and am sending out delete the date cards. Okay? You know, I've saved the oh. date cards. I've never oh, heard that's of delete the cute. date. I've that never heard of that cute. either. Delete the date. Okay. So this is what it says. My husband and I just did a small ceremony on our original date in September and had sent out save the dates for a June reception, but have decided to cancel. Would it be weird to put our registry on the delete the date cards? So no more wedding, no more Wait, reception. they did get married? They did get married. It says oh, we did a small okay. ceremony. All right, so they're going to plan a big wedding. You know what? Let's just do it now. But they're now sending out delete the date cards. But it said, would it be weird to put the registry on the delete the date cards? Right. Okay. I thought you said initially I was thinking the wedding was canceled. Like no. it's off. They're not getting married. But I, I still want to like, get what? bath towels and a toaster oven. I actually think this is fine. I don't know how you feel about it, but... Especially if this is your first marriage, which I'm assuming it is their first yeah. marriage, and maybe you're just moving in together or you're just starting your life together, and you are expecting or hoping for people to give you wedding gifts because that's kind of how it is. And if you had a simple ceremony that no one attended, I mean, it, oh, it's hard because you're but on the risk. isn't the trade-off that I bring you a gift, you give me a nice wedding reception where I can eat cake and eat free food? Yeah. To me, that's the trade-off. You run the risk of people opening this an invite, this delete, I guess, an uninvite. Yeah. And then they think, really? Like, really? You're going to, you want me to still give you a gift? But I think but they, I would do but this. on the delete the date, I hope they say they still got married and they still need stuff that right. new wedding, you know, new married couples right. need, towels and all that Here's stuff. Here's what I would do. A hybrid. I would send a, like an insert in the envelope with a registry website uh-huh. on it to close family. So you wouldn't, so the random person that you invited to your wedding, yeah. your wedding's not happening the anymore, you still got married. The random former co-worker from the you job you worked at five years ago that you were going to invite, eh, I would say give it to like your family and friends. Okay, let us know. If you canceled your wedding, you still got married, but you canceled your wedding, would you still expect gifts what would you from do? your wedding registry? I, I've told you, I would put my routing number and I'd be like, just give me cash. I, yeah, I think How would you feel? You open this up and you're like, really? They still want me to give them the a thing. gift? As, as from her side, being newly married, I would say, yeah, we didn't do a big reception, but we still need things. Right. 
But if I was on the other side and we got a letter and it said, we're not getting married anymore, delete the day we had a small ceremony, please feel free to get our wedding registry, I think I'd be standing in my kitchen looking at that letter going, really? So it's tough. Yeah. I mean, it really depends on the situation I'm in. I actually think it's okay. I I'm, think I'm more on this than off this, I think. Really? Yeah. Because you still got married. And yeah, they still got married. I mean, if it was, hey, we canceled our wedding, but could but you hey. get me a new toaster? And, and we've changed it. He wants camping gear. I want a bunch of whatever stuff. Sure. And uh, get his stuff separately. Yeah, I actually think, uh, you know, with family and friends, they may want to contribute right. something to your new marriage. 68719, if you cancel your wedding reception... Is it still okay to ask for people to buy stuff off your registry? 68719, you can text us. It's Joey and Lauren. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and we've been talking about a uh, Facebook post in a local wedding group that's a really interesting dilemma. Uh, Here's what the post said. It says, unfortunately, I have decided to cancel my wedding, and I'm sending out delete the date cards. So you have to save the date. Apparently, there's delete the date, which is like, hey, Now, she said, my husband and I just did a small ceremony on our original date, and we had sent out save the dates for later on, but have decided to cancel. So they still got married, but no more reception. That's the key. They still got married, because how messed up would that be if it's like, still give us gifts, but we're not getting married. But this is what it says. It says, would it be weird to put our registry on the delete the date card? So tell everyone there's no more reception, but... Here is our registry. We are married. Right. Can we still get a hookup here? I uh, actually think this is fine. Uh, yeah. Well, let's go to Lisa. She's called in. She wants to chime in. All right, Lisa, what do you think of this? Yeah, I'm sort of 50-50. So the money that you saved from the reception is kind of your gift. Uh, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's a good point. Right. So like if the parents were going to fork over a bunch of cash on a wedding... That could go to yeah, them if as their parents are paying for it. That's different. But if you pay for it, like I paid for my own wedding, right? Right. Like I saved all that money. However, there's the random people, like you're saying, Aunt Susie or whatever, who's going to want to get you a gift no matter what. Yeah. So you could put on, you could put an insert, and then you could put a little blurb of why you canceled. However, if you still want to get a gift, here's where you could go. That's really I good. I like that wording. However, if you still wanted yeah. to participate, yeah, I like Because that. we'll take it. But you you bring up a good point. If you're saving money by not having reception, do you now still want free gifts or something like that? That's a good point. Thanks for the call, Lisa. You can also text us at 68719. Lauren, let's get to some text. This text is on their side. It says, yes, I think it's perfectly fine. Why not give people the opportunity to give them a gift if they want to? Yeah, I think the opportunity is there. Again, I'm I'm trying to picture myself grabbing a letter, opening it up, and what would I say? Would I say, hey, wait a second, you're canceling the wedding, but you also want a gift? But yeah. then the, the fact is the gift is for the marriage, is, hey, sure. we're starting a married life together. There's a lot of things you need when you start a new married life. But you think about those random aunts, uncles, cousins, or whatever yeah. that— they want to, like I think of your mom. She's a great example. She'll give anybody a wedding gift. Anybody, seriously, she, anybody. That's like what she she really enjoys making sure everyone starts off on the right foot yeah. in their marriage, and she gives them a little gift. Uh, this text says, "No way, I would be super offended if this invite was sent to me." Yeah, because it's. I mean, the weird thing is, is it says like, "Hey." Wedding's off, but still do the registry. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day. But they still got married. If and they get offended, yeah. they get offended, and you may still get a toaster oven at the end of it. Yeah. I actually think it's okay. I do appreciate the wording, though, if you phrase it, you know, we've had to cancel the reception. However, if you still want to give us a gift, here's our yeah. registry. Yeah. 
No, that's Something good, that's like that. That's a good that. point. It's the trending stories with Joey and Lauren. How about this? Remember the uh, drama about Lady Gaga's dog walker? Thank goodness he's okay. The oh, dogs yeah. were stolen. They were returned, in which Lady Gaga did promise a $500,000 reward. The lady who returned the dogs still hasn't gotten that reward. I don't know if she's going to get it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to defend what happened, but holy moly, you telling me that you say you're going to give a half a million dollar reward and you're not going to give it? Well, it's because the police officers and the investigators haven't cleared her and um, they're worried that this might have been some sort of like a gang initiation or something. So I think if I'm hearing this right, if she has ties to the thieves, does she not get the reward? It must be. Maybe that's what it is. But who else would return the dogs? Yeah, it had to have been somebody or someone who that got them is connected. So who knows? I'm not defending her either at all. But uh, I think she might be a little upset if she's like, "Who half a million dollars?" She goes I'll and takes the dogs, dogs back. back. She's like, "Yeah, never mind. I'm keeping them." I thought you were gonna say it's a meet the parents situation. Where you spray paint the tail to make it look like the dog. Oh, my or, You gosh. don't remember that? Uh, With the jinxie. jinxie the cat. The cat, jinxie. Yeah. the cat that can go uh, potty right. and sit on the toilet. Yeah, so who knows about that? Um, but $500,000 on the table has not been uh, cleared yet. There are 50 people, as many as 50 people in Florida, who got the COVID-19 vaccine by pretending to be healthcare workers. Oh, so gosh. people who... Didn't want to wait there their turn. There was a story about the people that act, uh, that tried to pretend that they were older. Right. Right. That they made that yep. certain age range. But the healthcare workers is interesting. Yeah. I think it, it differentiates like by state. But I think normally yeah. it goes, you know, healthcare workers, frontline workers, elderly, they're getting it So first. what do you do? You show up in scrums? And then uh, what is, yeah. uh, gosh, what's it called? Stethoscope? Yeah, it scrubs something. Um, after they had received the COVID-19 vaccine, <laughs> they were unable to validate that they were actually healthcare workers. Are you a doctor? Yes, I do plenty of yes. doctor things. What's the last operation you did? I did a heart thing. I you made know. a I made a heartbeat again with my uh, tools. Tell us about the anatomy, the yeah. leg bones connected yeah, to, to the my hip bone. bone. Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, it's like um, catch me if you can, right? Remember when he pretended to be a doctor, which is based on a true story, yeah. and then like he was he, in for surgery, and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. He also what posed as an airline pilot and yeah. flew. Like airline planes. I do for have how a long? pair of scrubs. And Lauren, you used to wear scrubs. You had an old job at a doctor's office. Yeah, I worked in healthcare for a long time, and that was one of the perks. PJs to work. Very for comfortable. The most part. Great pajama option. Scrubs are yeah. very nice. There's a zoo in China that has gone viral after a visitor's video filmed a caged enclosure yeah. area where there's supposed to be a wolf and wolves, and there was actually a Rottweiler in there. <laughs> That the zoo was trying to no, pass it's definitely off a wolf. as a wolf. By the way, if you're gonna try to get a husky, pose, yeah, like a, like a husky or some sort of a big old, you know, furry dog, not I mean, a Rottweiler. If I went to a zoo and you had a husky in the wolf enclosure, I probably wouldn't know the difference. I'd probably yeah. be like, oh, okay, that's a wolf. But wolves, I will tell you this: I think I've seen one in real life. Or at what? least I've seen one. Of, no, I'm serious. You've seen a wolf? Not in the wild, but I think in some sort of oh, enclosure or something. Okay. They are much bigger than you think. They're enormous. People think that they, no, they're huge. I've they're seen photos of like hunters or whatever, and they're holding one up. Huge. And it's like Maybe insane. Maybe that's what it is. It's insane. They're huge. Uh, but the staffers <laughs> at the zoo 
told everyone that there was once a wolf there <laughs> that passed away of old age. And so they actually claim that they only put the dog there for a short time to deter trespassers from, like, climbing over the wall. You know what I mean? If you see an animal there, people aren't going to climb yeah, into sure. the enclosure. So that's why they did it. I would have loved to like, be in that creative look, meeting. Look, kids, look at that wolf. All right, guys. So uh, our wolf has passed away, unfortunately. Any ideas? And then some hey, guy in the corner is like, my dog. Which looks nothing like a wolf. Uh, we could put him in there. You know what? Great idea. No one will know. And uh, those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get to the phone, Jenks. We are prank calling Matthew today, who was set up by his friend Tyler. So here's the deal. Tyler and Matthew both do some modeling on the side, right? Oh, wow. And you know me. I get along with models. It's kind of sure. my thing. Yeah. So <laughs> we call Matthew from a uh, modeling agency because we got a big gig for him. And it's those sweet elbows that he has. He needs to be our newest elbow His model. Elbows. Mm-hmm. And I want to pay big bucks for those elbows. What? Yes. And it's the phone, Jenks. Hello? Hello. Is this uh, Matthew? Yeah, this is Matthew. Matthew, this is a David. Uh, we haven't met before, but I'm calling from agency. And uh, your friend, Tyler he told us about you that you do a little modeling, it sounds like. And I want to call you about an opportunity. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Been uh, doing it for six years. Wow. Wow. Well, I got to tell you, I uh, have looked all through your portfolio. And Matthew, let me just tell you, it's one model to another model. Your elbows. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you get this a lot, but wow, Matthew, you got a nice My set of elbows. El- <laughs> you got a nice set of elbows on you. I imagine you get a lot of calls about these bad boys. I have to say this would be the first one. I mean, I've shown my elbows off, but I don't know if people have said that's my defining feature. Oh, Matthew, you're sweet. You really are sweet. How many calls do you get about your elbows? I realize that I'm probably in a bidding war right now for those bad boys. Um, I do a lot of work, but I don't know that it's really ever been elbow specific. All <laughs> Is right, that well, what well, you're well, looking for? Uh, yeah, so that's the reason I'm calling. So let me tell you about this project. Uh, just on the surface here, we are getting into uh, elbow accessories, and so we've got this huge elbow accessory shoot that we're going to do. So elbows, you name it. They are the new wrist, all right? People wear watches on their wrist. Think about this. Elbow watches. Wedding rings, no longer on the fingers. Rings for your elbows to say, oh, I'm a married man. Check out my ring on my elbow. And I didn't sleep last night. After I saw your elbows, we have to have you for this campaign. I mean, I, I don't have a stake in your product, but I mean, modeling is modeling. Got so, it. Okay. Yeah. Well, now here's the thing: you keep mentioning the elbows. Is that all that is going to be shown in the ad? Will I be in different positions? Um, you know, typically my face is shown. Don't take offense. Um, your face is not what's going to pay the bills for the rest of your life. It's going to be these bad boy elbows. So I want to start with that. So I'm, I'm thinking zoomed in on the elbows. We'll put some glitter on it. We'll glisten them up with some uh, salt water. I mean, these things are going to pop. And I got to tell you, I don't know if you're single or you're taken, but get ready to get some phone calls, all right? Uh, I'm, I'm good on that uh, count. Well, well, let's do this. Matthew, um, if you're interested, here's what I'm going to need you to do to protect these bad boys. We're actually going to FedEx some overnight. We need you to wear elbow pads for the next six months prior to the shoot to get you ready to go. These cannot be taken off. You need to bathe with them, shower with them. We need to get you ready for this. Uh, that seems like a long time. I'm happy to protect 
my elbows, and I do live a pretty conservative lifestyle, keep my body in, in great shape. Let and, me ask you this. Are, you, are, are your elbows on the desk right now, wherever you're sitting? Where, where are they at? Are they resting or are they up in the air? I need If you're going to take this gig, I need you to put them up in the air right now. Protect them. Uh, okay. Uh, they're on the desk. So you well, here's the thing. I, you can, I don't want to waste your time overnighting things. Can we talk about payment? Six months seems like a long time. I think we could probably find a happy medium for the amount of time I have to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. No, that's fine. That's fine. We have calculated what the payment for this would be. And and reminder that once this shoot goes public, you will be the premier elbow model in the country. Nay, I say in the world. So we're looking at $75 cash straight up. No taxes under the table. You got $75 your way. For what? To wear the... No, seventy. So seventy five dollars for the shoot in its entirety, and we just ask you to uh, wear the uh, elbow for the pads. Shoot. Okay. Well, you've completely wasted my time. Are you? T- you're talking about. I feel like I'm missing something. Otherwise, you've completely wasted my time. Seventy five dollars for you to become the greatest. Where do elbow- you get off thinking that you can just give me seventy five dollars? I'm a professional. You'll be adding five zeros on that in six months from now after this elbow shoot goes viral. You are the new elbow you're sensation. Just, you're just making things up. I'm, I'm not the elbow making things guy. up. Okay, great. For $75. And then who, who's going to multiply that by whatever? I don't even Someone, know what you're talking about. All right, well, let's do this. Uh, let me talk to your friend Tyler. And you, you say I'm making things up. That's rude. But it's also accurate because I am making it up because this is Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning. And this is the phone janks. And uh, <laughs> you don't have to worry about being an elbow model. It's a joke. <laughs> Well, that part I was excited about. I know. I actually feel like, you know what? We should get you an elbow modeling gig no matter what. So we're going to reach out to some of our modeling and photography friends because I still want to get you an elbow photo shoot. But uh, don't worry. You're not going to get paid 75 bucks for six months of elbow pads, all right? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Well, I'm going to put glitter on these bad boys. You need to. (laughs) Glitter, salt water, do the thing. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand. We're throwing it back. It's Joey and Lauren's Throwback Thursday. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time for Throwback Thursday. We are throwing it back to your best, best friend story. Follow me there. Best, best friend story. Best, best friend story. And now, okay. did you grow up with a, like, a one solo ride-or-die best friend? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, and, and still to this day, she's still kind of my one solo ride-or-die best friend. Um, it's my friend Emily. She actually lives not too far from us, down yeah. the road. She has a baby, and I have a baby. You know, we're kind of in the same phase of life as well. Um, yeah, so the first thing I thought of was, you, you mentioned... Was it a couple days ago on the show about me working at Jamba Juice? You claim I was crazy and just did random things. Well, I actually got her a job at Jamba Juice for a while. And so we worked together. And that was just a disaster. If you're working with your best friend, especially in high school, like that's not a smart idea. If you're the owner, the manager, dumb decision. Never hire friends. We goofed off the whole time. Um, But towards the end of my Jamba Juice career, um, things got a little sloppy and I was ready to be done. And so I quit, but it was also like a mutual agreement. Like they kind of were ready for me to leave and I was ready to leave. Because you were just not making smoothies right. Yeah. Well, no, I just, there was a lot. But um, I decided this was like a really rash decision. My friend Emily, it was like the day I quit. I was just like sticking it to the man. I was upset. I was frustrated about the, the drama. The grinds of being a Jamba Juice grind, blend artist had gotten to you. And uh, we both were like, 
let's go to Seattle. And so we did. We literally like I quit slash got fired and we like we're like, let's just leave this life and Seems just go like do a something. Sound decision. Two high schoolers going to one of the most expensive cities to live in. So yeah, that's did. where we're gonna go. We hopped in the car and we drove to Seattle literally that day on a whim and we stayed the weekend. We went to a Mariners game. We did all the stuff downtown at Pike Street Market. Did you have a parent with you? A guardian? Uh, her, her mom came with us. Oh, okay. That sort doesn't we, make we it as fun. Older. We were old. I mean, we were like seniors in high school. It wasn't oh, okay. like we were, you know, super young, but her mom came, but we did a whole bunch of stuff. We just literally hopped in the car, boom, left, booked the hotel. I've always wanted to do that. And we did this whole spontaneous trip to Seattle, and it was so much fun. Like, I've always wanted to have that moment where you're like, pack your bags, we're going to Cabo, but it, you're and right. just leaving. It's so funny. It's like, here I am, acting like I have real life problems. My yeah. job at Chamba Juice, I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go vacation somewhere spontaneously. You clearly weren't an adult yet, because no adult would say so, that about a job at Chamba Juice. Right. But I get it. We right? had a the good grind. time. You know, when you got to make so many guava passion fruit smoothies in one time, it's... um, it's It was the Caribbean passion. Oh, the was, Caribbean passion, Was the of course, smoothie yeah. you're thinking of? Well, I'm trying to think of my best, best friend story. I had different best friends at different times. Like, uh, Billy Gustin was my best, best friend. His dad actually lost at sea. Crazy story. But oh, my gosh. I know. But they were our next-door neighbors when I was really little. And uh, I used to go number two in the garden. We'd hang out and I'd go in hey, the garden. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Back I used, up. Used to poop in the garden with when I your was friend. A yeah. How old were you? Like four. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I wouldn't even take my pants off. I'd just go and then I'd shake my leg. <laughs> uh, so that's a good one. Also, I went to the Ew. circus with my best friend Tyler. Okay. And. His mom just loaded us up with all the concessions you can imagine. We ate hot dogs, cotton candy, this whole thing. Well, anyway, we were at the circus and we got to ride an elephant. So I've ridden an elephant. And oh, dang. so I Don't know. you have a fun childhood? So I was like nine years old, went to the circus. I ate all this food. We rode this elephant and you're going back and forth. And then afterwards, we both puked at the same time in the same dumpster at the circus. Oh, gosh. Those are my best, You're best really friend stories. You're really giving us some very I good know, visuals. I'm sorry. I'm giving you terrible stories that really aren't great. I mean, one, both bodily functions, but right. that's the well, best way to everyone, hang out with your best friends. Not everyone can hop in a car and go on a spontaneous yeah. trip to Seattle. What oh, about yeah, the, didn't you push a friend out a window or something? Oh, yeah, I did. That was uh, that was Christmas Day, and actually my friend came over later because we I got a new video game. And he beat me. It was a basketball video game, and he beat me on a buzzer beater. And he started, was like, oh, that was awesome. So I pushed him because I was mad. He slipped on my rug in my room and fell out of the second, well, like it was halfway out of the second story window, like shattered glass, the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. That is insane. Boys, it, I mean, you, maybe I shouldn't say all boys, but your childhood and some of the things that you tell us insane. on this show. I know. You're lucky he didn't fall, like, down, oh, like, out can you of the imagine? window. Yeah. Off the second story. I'm just a story. wild child, all right? Okay? I don't yeah. live by the rules. <laughs> I live outside the box. So that's your best, best friend story. Uh, you can text us 68719. Maybe you have one for Throwback Thursday. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. Janelle is with us. Went out with Cody. A bowling date. I love bowling. I'm terrible at bowling, but I love bowling. And I appreciate anybody that goes bowling on the first day because... You either get embarrassed and life's a bunch of gutter balls or you start getting strikes and everything's good. I saw a meme the other day that said something like, why is there nothing more awkward than walking back after after like your bowl? (laughs) 
That's you know what so I mean? True. Like after bowling, then you walk back to the, so the little area where everybody's watching. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was my score. It is because you're waiting for the ball to hit the pins. It's just a really awkward thing. I always feel intimidated during bowling when someone next to me is just rocking it and I'm terrible. And I always feel like I get judged. Like if I'm a bad bowler, like mm-hmm. people are like, man, you see that guy? He's not good at it. But Janelle says she had a great time and now no response. So hello, Janelle. Hi. Thank you for joining us here on Makeup or Breakup. So tell us about Cody, how you guys met, and how this bowling day was. I mean, I had a great time. I met Cody on Hinge, and, I mean, we just had such a great time. He picked, you know, going out to bowl as a first date. So I don't know. I don't know if he's weird, like if it was too casual, but he picked out the date. So I don't know. And then two days after bowling, he said he would text me or call me. And there's been no response, nothing. And I messaged him, and he just completely just ghosted me, and I don't know why. Okay. It's such a good date. Now, let me ask you this. It was his plan to go bowling. Do you think he's, like, super yeah. into it, and this was, like, a weird test to see if you're a good bowler? <laughs> and maybe you it weren't very all, good. It was all skill-related. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that impression. I mean, it was just, we were laughing the whole time. It was just sort of a... Like a goofy date. He didn't judge me as like a professional bowler, like yeah. coming in with his own, you know, bowling ball or anything. And your etiquette was fine. Like you weren't trying to bowl when the person in the lane next to you was bowling. <laughs> Lauren, how petty do you think this guy is? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of all the options. I don't think so. I mean, we had a few drinks, but yeah, no, nothing out of like the normal. So that was my question. Lauren's going with, were you a rude bowler? I was wondering if. Sometimes bowling, you get the chicken wings, you get the pitcher of beer, and it gets a little rowdy. Anything like that? I don't think so, no. I mean, it was was tame for the most part. You didn't get nachos and you took the last chip or something like that. Once again, Lauren going with the petty man (laughs) angle where he's just like the most. I'm just thinking, have we not had somebody judge someone for nachos on this show? And I know we've had some bowling dates on the show before, and I do think we had one guy that was like way into bowling, and it just wasn't. Some people are so competitive that almost they either want a really close game or if it's way lopsided, they feel like it's not fun. Like when I play pool, I normally don't have fun because someone's way better than me, and I'm like, well, this is just awkward. But everything was good there. And how many messages have you sent him? Um, Let's see. So two texts, two calls, and a voicemail. All right, Janelle. Persistence. I um, like it. So let's do kay. this. Let's. I like it. No, you no, like this no guy. No judgment. I'm worried it that maybe. It shows you like him. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll try and figure this out. Let's play a song. Let's come back and let's call Cody and Janelle. Stay with us. All right? All right. <laughs> it's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren and it's make up or break up. We're trying to figure out. Why Janelle and Cody haven't gone on a second date. It's the bowling date. The bowling date of confusion. They went bowling. That was Cody's idea. She said, I thought it was fun. It was casual. It was cool. You know, we did have a few drinks. I worried about that. You know, maybe Janelle took it right from the pitcher. You, ever, you know, you just oh pour that. I don't know. But um, One thing we didn't ask her was she really competitive and then it was upsetting to him. If she was like, ah, that's true. Like, come on, another gutter she ball. She would have told like, us that. I, I guess think Janelle would have left my that out. My mind is just, you know, during that song, I just my mind is going okay. places. I'm just trying to think. All right, we've got Cody's number. Let's get his side of things. Hello. Hello, is this Cody? Yes, it is, and you sound familiar. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was. 
Very quick. Uh, Hi. This is, uh, oh, there's two voices. There's two. <laughs> and now we should sound really familiar because this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It sounds like you know. I know what's coming. Uh, yeah. Wow. I'm in for makeup or breakup, and I'm the bad guy. <laughs> what? No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Not the bad Have guy. Have we ever been sold Not, out that quick? No, we haven't, but oh, the, show is, the show is gaining in popularity, so I think we should expect this. No one's judging yeah. you, Cody, but obviously you know why we're calling. And Let's it's just cut to the chase. Obviously about Janelle. So what's up? I mean, uh, yeah. you, you haven't gotten back to her since your date, okay. your bowling date. Uh, for that, I do, I do owe her an apology. That that's kind of slimy. I feel bad about that. All right, well, let's bring Janelle and, on. Uh, you know the you know the gig. She's here. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Janelle, we're bringing you on. Okay, <laughs> you two can work this out. Cody, what's the deal? Um, I probably should have said something at the time rather than just let it go. But uh, it's about what you wore that night. It it really bugged me. It really did, and I couldn't okay. get past it. Mm-hmm. Wait, my shirt? Are you are you really talking about my shirt? Yeah, exactly. It's it was just it was just really lame, and it really made me feel bad. And shirt was wait, her shirt was lame, and so you don't want to call her back. It was just it was it kind of was immature, and and it just made me feel stupid, and it just. Okay. What, yeah. what was what, it? What's the shirt? I mean, that's it. I guess I'm shallow. Uh, I want to I hear Janelle tell us what the shirt is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's better if she does say it, actually. Go ahead. I thought it was so funny, and I thought that you would get it, but it says, I'm with hot stuff, and there's just an arrow pointing. Wait, I'm with hot stuff. It said, I'm with, it was like I'm a... with hot stuff. Like, that's funny. That's cute. Okay. So, so, Cody, you didn't like this. I thought it made me seem like... It not made me seem like a dumbass. I just, you know, it almost has like a sarcastic yeah. thing to it. I just, I didn't buy it at all. It kind of meant the opposite. It was kind of made me think like she was making a joke about bowling, saying, you know, look at this dorky hot stuff guy that I'm bowling with. You know, oh. I, just, I couldn't get, I didn't see anything nice about it. Okay. I really didn't. I thought it was stupid. Why? Okay, why would I do that on a first date to make you feel stupid? I was just. I thought it was breaking the ice, and it would just be funny, and you could see that it had, like, a sense of humor. I do. It just seemed uh, juvenile to me. To, it just didn't seem right. Was it the idea of just that it was, a, it was a T-shirt with a message on it? Like, I mean, I've seen these T-shirts, right? You, you buy them at Walmart, and they say, like, my favorite activity is napping yeah, or something like that. Yeah, but when it's directed towards you. Sure. To me... Rarely I get called hot stuff, so I would have taken this as a win <laughs> because that's just something that doesn't happen in my life. But you thought it was just a weird tone to have with somebody that you didn't really, I mean, you're getting to know her. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of felt, I, I, I couldn't get out of my head that she was making fun of me. I don't okay. think she's making fun. And the no, kind of guys there are hot, you know, he's hot stuff, he's a bowler. Well, you know, do people say like, bowlers are hot? Insulted. Is that like a normal, a normal I thought you thing were, that people say? You know, well, I, I just couldn't get, I just went nuts. I don't know. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know what happened to me. But So here's the thing. I think when I'm looking at this from an outside perspective, I'm thinking, hey, you're going bowling. It's a really casual date. She was trying to be fun with like a quirky, funny T-shirt. I can see also why you maybe were offended by that. Other than the shirt, like, did you enjoy your time with Janelle? Uh, yeah, I did. I just was sour that night. It's okay. kind of, I feel like. I did the wrong thing, to tell you the truth. <laughs> so you, you do feel a little bit bad that you just sort of like dropping contact. And let me ask you this, Janelle, with the hot stuff, you were implying his looks, not exactly like he thinks he's such a good bowler, right? Oh, my gosh. No, I didn't even think about that. 
I didn't bowling. I'm not a good bowler either. <laughs> but are I, you hot? That's what I want to know. You thought I wasn't. I, I think it's a bad sign if you are a good bowler, personally. Okay. <laughs> I think we should bounce back. You know, you know what this kind of reminds me of when someone says a joke on the internet, or I mean, we have this happen where we say a joke on air. And people take it very seriously or very, you know, maybe they're like, oh, I'm offended by that. You meant this, it to go one way, yeah, but it went the other. To me, Janelle, from everything you're telling us, you meant it to be fun. Like, hey, I'm with hot stuff. And you were like, what, you think I'm some cool guy because I think I'm good at bowling or something? I would love to pay for you guys to go out again. Would that work out? I'm yeah, it will. Okay. All right. We'll, oh, we'll great. Have a sense of humor. <laughs> Perfect. Janelle's Good. waiting for him to say Good. no, but this is perfect. Okay, I'll take the T-shirt because I would love to be known as hot stuff. No one thinks I'm hot. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. All right, before we get to the 10 things that are disgusting in your home that you never clean and you should start cleaning, Lauren's voice has pretty much gone out. Can you say, I kind of want you to say like a phrase. like a Okay. Because I... Give us a little, just go test one, two, test three. Test one, two, three, one, so th- two, three. Okay, you can hear how bad Lauren's voice is. Uh, try to think. Oh, say 15 minutes could save you 15% on car insurance. <laughs> 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. <laughs> Why did I think of that phrase being <laughs> is that the phrase? a sexy phrase? No, it's not. I don't know what I was doing. But uh, <laughs> we, did a, we did a Facebook Live, and uh, Lauren's voice was starting to go out on a Facebook Live, and people started saying, well, Lauren, you know, you could have like a like a different career. You could be sexy on the I phone. I was really hoping I wouldn't wake up this morning with this. But I think as the show goes on, I'm crossing my yeah. fingers that it gets better. So please hang with me. I'm oh, yeah, trying. You'll be good. You'll be good. Uh, here's what I have today. I have 10 things. I saw this and I thought, oh, my gosh, we got to talk about this. These are the top 10 germy things in your house that are Germy and disgusting. Part of me doesn't want to know. I know. This is this is not a great way to start your day, but we're doing it anyway because you need to know these things, right? We're about informing on this show. Right. Uh, this okay. is, by Dropping the way, knowledge. Uh, good housekeeping has this list, okay? So these are the things that a lot of people never clean and they really start uh, should start cleaning. How about this? Number 10. I don't have to worry about this. Gym bag. It says your gym bag is Ooh. full of bacteria. Yep. You put your gym clothes in it. People wash their gym clothes. But how often Not do you bag. actually wash out your gym bag? I don't have a gym bag because I work from home, but I have a basket that I throw all my nasty, sweaty, germy. So you don't put all your workout clothes in with your other dirty clothes is what you're well, saying? Well, the goal is I have a separate basket for all my sweaty, nasty clothes, but then they end up getting all intermixed. And now I'm kind of grossed out because there's times where I'll pull something from that pile and I'm like, eh. <laughs> Sniff test. I'll wear oh, it again. I sniff test 90% of my clothes. <laughs> I don't have a dedicated laundry day. I don't have a dedicated laundry time. I just do the sniff test, and when it gets too stanky. When I start running out of underwear, I'm like, oh, I got to do some laundry. <laughs> then there's a problem. Those I will not do sniff tests. <laughs> I will wear clean underwear. You won't sniff test your undies? Ew, no. Yeah, I won't. Either. I always wear new undies. Number nine, this one hurts. The ninth thing that you should really start cleaning that no one does Hats, scarves, and mittens. Oh, I dang. never wash my hats. Never wash I don't wash think I've them. ever washed a scarf unless I got something on it. Dead skin and bacteria all ah. in your scarves, in your hats, and in your mittens, all right? So, like, I, I don't really wear mittens and scarves, really, but the hats, I, this thing, the hat I'm wearing, I wear this hat four or five times a week. It's probably full That's of, so it's gross. got a body worth of dead skin up there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Number eight on the list is your broom. They say, yeah, actually, you need to clean your broom. Your broom huh. is disgusting, which is funny because yeah. yesterday I was uh, I was sweeping up some rice from dinner because Baby Jay just throws everything. And I realized I took my hand and was like pulling the rice from the bottom of the broom. And I was like, this is probably disgusting. It is. When you really look at it, it is nasty. Yeah. Uh, number five. The tops of things, like top of your refrigerator. Have you ever cleaned the top of our refrigerator? No. Neither have I. not. Here's the thing, though. Who's touching the top of the refrigerator? Well, I mean, after a while, it's like caked on, like grease and stuff from the kitchen, splatters and stuff. Uh, Number, oh, I skipped number seven, small electronics. Your television remote is one of the dirtiest items in your home. That doesn't surprise me. Your TV remote being one of the dirtiest. Yep, everyone's touching it. Uh, Number six is ceiling fan. I actually, we clean our ceiling fan more now, than you think. what do you mean clean the ceiling fan? Like dust it or actually like Well, clean it says it just because product. you can't see dust doesn't mean it's not accumulating on top of your ceiling fan blades. Right. They say most people just clean the side of the blades because that's where the dust appears. But the top of the blade, Ooh, get that done. I've, I've been to some homes. I look up at their ceiling fan. That thing's Stick. got nine inches of dust and, on and the you're side. you're breathing that in? Oh, yeah. Uh, we said number five was on top of things. Number four, refrigerator bins and door shelves. Your refrigerator oh, bins yes. need to be cleaned. Those get gross. The door shelves, I just think yeah. there's like little rings from the condiments. Ugh. Number three is reusable grocery bags. People what? bring, you know, the reusable. Oh, the reusable yeah. ones. I thought yeah. you meant the disposable ones. I was like, people wash those? They say that they have lingering food bacteria and you need to turn them inside out wash them, and then eventually you, they say you need to get rid of them. Like, eventually get rid of them and then Got get it. new reusable grocery bags. But isn't the point uh, Yeah, reusable? that's what I thought. Number two, and I've thought about this, but between appliances, like that little inch between your fridge and the and the counter, Yeah. they said don't look down that hole. Like, you look down and you're going to see a bunch of stuff. Food, nastiness, dust. Oh, no, something living. Yep. And number one, the, t- uh, the number one germy thing you have forgotten to clean is your kitchen sponges. Everyone oh. thinks, well, they got soap on them. Yeah, no. but sponges hold so much gross stuff. They say disinfect or replace it regularly. To disinfect, soak the sponge in a mixer of three-fourths cup bleach and one gallon of water. There you go. Well, well thank you for all I, of I'm that information. The, the hats has got me freaked out. Yeah. So this is what hats I've never scarves, understood. That surprises me. Do you wash your hat in the washing machine or the dishwasher? I, the I, washing machine. Now, I feel like I've seen people have hat holders, plastic hat holders that they put in the dishwasher. Yeah, but to me, I, then I think your hat is being tossed around with, like, food chunks and stuff. Yeah, that's stuff. true. And then you get some spaghetti sauce flung on yeah. it or whatever. I, I want to know how often you're supposed to wash your bra. I thought that was going to be on the list. Yeah, I'm actually surprised bra's not on there. I don't know. How often do you wash your bra? Probably not enough. Oh, gosh. Every couple months. Ooh. I mean, I have several bras, but I don't wash them very often. That's the stench I've been smelling. <laughs> Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's listener versus Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Time to find out if Lauren is smarter than Samantha, who is today's contestant on listener versus Lauren. Hello, Samantha. Hi. All right. You consider yourself a pretty smart person? I can just tell. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but maybe. <laughs> oh, I like it. Guess what? I am not confident this morning. I will tell you that. So you're going to be. Samantha, just toot away, all right? Just keep tooting. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's how the game works. We have three random trivia questions. I will ask Samantha the three questions. Lauren will be out of the studio. We'll bring Lauren back in. Yep. 
And then we'll ask Lauren the same three. See who does better, all right? I'm headed out, Samantha. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, so Lauren is walking out, and she has left the studio, slamming the door and waking up everybody else. All right, here we go. (laughs) Samantha, question number one. What does the symbol H stand for on the periodic table? Helium. Ooh, it's not helium. Um, uh, now, now I, now I want to double check because I do think you're smarter than me in general, but no, it's not helium. All right, question number two: How much does a penny actually cost to make? Oh my gosh! I know. I'm sorry. These questions are messed up. Uh, I'm rude today. Um, I'm gonna say like four dollars. Four dollars to make one penny. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to make you guess again. It's not $4, oh. but it's it's very close to the actual price of a penny. Like, very close. Oh. Um, let's see. You got this. One cent. <laughs> it is not one cent. It's oh a little God. bit more than that. You're all right. Here we go. This is where you <laughs> bounce back. What kind of food is Monterey Jack? Cheese. There we go. See, who cares about <laughs> pennies and hydrogen what matters is cheese. All right, so one out of three. Not bad, Samantha. Stay on the line. Let's bring oh, Lauren goodness. back in. Oh, she, Lauren, okay. will not, Lauren will not get these. I promise you, <laughs> especially the first two. She'll get the she'll get the third one. All right, here we go. Lauren is back in the studio. Samantha's still with us. All right, Lauren. I'm what ready. does the symbol H stand for on the periodic table? Uh, hydrogen. And hydrogen is correct. It's the only thing I can think of. Question number two. How much does it cost to actually make a penny? What? How am I supposed to know that? Come on now. It's just a common fact. Um, Everyone knows that. Part of me is like, it's got to be less than a penny, but the penny is the smallest amount. Right? And it I don't takes, know of any other coins that are smaller than a penny. It takes two pennies to make a penny. I don't know. Wait, the final answer? Two what, cents. Two cents. That is also correct. Oh, what? Samantha, this is not good. I don't know what's okay, happening right now. This is not good. At all. This is not good. I was totally kidding. I totally did. kidding. And yeah, it's two cents wow. to make a penny. And what kind of food is Monterey Jack? Uh, cheese. Okay, yeah. Right? I was like, how are you not going to get that one? You love cheese. <laughs> three out of three. Samantha, I don't know why Lauren decided today she was going to be a buzzsaw and just rock it. But uh, Samantha only got one out of three. Hydrogen is what the symbol H stands for, not helium. Helium, I believe, is oh, H-E. That would have been, I would have yeah, guessed helium, guess. too. Oh, yeah. And yes, a penny costs two cents to make. Total which, guess. Total shot in the dark. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a <laughs> finance guy, but I'm sitting there saying, maybe we should get rid of the penny. I mean, if it costs more to make than actually right. it's worth. Or maybe we, make, a, maybe, maybe, penny, we make it worth two cents. The penny really is worthless, isn't it? Seriously, the penny is totally worthless. No, because when you add them up, it's not worthless. You need every penny to make a million. You can't make a million without a penny. Lauren's at the drive-thru like, oh, it's a dollar. All right, hold on. Hope you brought your calculator. (laughs) I am that person that counts out exact change. You know, know. we're all saying, oh, we should just get rid of pennies. Probably if we got rid of pennies, the whole earth would start spinning a different direction Well, Samantha, I am sorry. I was not confident this morning, but total guesses, if that makes you feel better. (laughs) The penny one was totally a shot in the dark. Hey, good news, Samantha. We're still going to hook you up, all right? All right. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and I shouldn't be surprised by this, but uh, it really came to fruition on social media. Listen, like, people don't like me on social media. Every time I do something where I'm featured, 
no one cares. When Lauren does something, views and likes and comments through the room. What are you talking about? So I'm officially about? done. I I tried to be hip. I tried to be cool. And I posted a TikTok video. Oh, stop. Ain't nobody thought it was funny. And when Lauren what, does anything, when Lauren does any ra- anything reaction. on TikTok, it's like thousands of views. And oh my gosh, you're so funny. So <laughs> it's, it's just cool. Whatever. I get it. I get it. Lauren is the face of this show and I'm fine with that. You are my queen, so I'm good with it. Like, I, I want to lift you up, and but it is just funny. To me, you should just do all the social media. I People, pretty much do. I think, and our boss would probably tell us this, right? Our boss is like, he'll he'll analyze everything. He'll probably say, when Lauren is on the screen, ratings go up and the views go up and all that. When Joey's on the screen, interaction goes what down. What does that ratings mean, though? Because I stumble through everything I feel. I mean, I listen to me. Listen to me right I now. I know, but I'm telling you, every time Lauren posts a funny video, it goes great. Anytime I do, it's like... Crickets, man. Well, you know, speaking it's of fine. social media and just being on our phones and different things, um, last night on my Instagram at Lauren on Radio, yeah, go follow I her and add posted, to her clout. I posted on my story a screenshot of my emails yeah. on my phone where it has like a little envelope and it has a little red bubble of how many unread emails you have. And um, we've talked about this before how many emails you have in your mm-hmm. inbox, how bad is it? Because we're two different people. You're obsessed with it being empty, right? So right now I have 62, and I will definitely get that down to probably five by an hour from now. I'll probably okay. do a mid-show. So I actually don't have as many as I normally do. But last night I saw the little red bubble on my phone. It hit one, two, three, four. 1,234 unread emails. Oh, what a sweet moment and that I was must have like, been. I was kind of proud of this. I'm like, ah, oh, it's sequential, chronological, one, two, three, four. So I screenshot it and put it on my uh, Instagram. My friend Camille, bless her heart, I have to call her out. She responded to me basically saying, that's cute. And then she sent me a screenshot of her unread emails. Let me, I just want you to guess. Um, shot in the dark. And you say it's, it's much shocking? more than mine. 10,000 emails. 10,000 unread emails. Now that's funny. Not even close. Not even close? Not even close. 30,000 unread emails. Nope. What? She sent me a screenshot. 45,373 unread emails. You don't deserve email. You should get your email taken away. (laughs) Uh, uh, That's not like, can you imagine if that was physical mail? You would be the person that has like an overflown mailbox. And then she says her husband's email inbox is even worse. Well, I know her husband and I can see that because he, I mean, he has unread text messages through the wazoo when I've seen his phone before. Yeah, it's crazy. How does that not cause extreme anxiety? That would cause me extreme anxiety, like through the roof. Yeah. When I, when I look at my phone, so I have, I said, I have 62 right now. When my email, little red notification, when it gets over 100, I stress out. I get really stressed out. So 45,000, again, take away our email. Yeah, it never, it really actually never bothers me as long as I'm keeping up on the new emails. But you don't think you've ever missed something and something slipped through the cracks? A lot of them are like random subscriptions. You have to put your email down to sign up for XYZ. So I'm getting random emails from random restaurants or something, a birthday club. And so I have all these pointless emails that I need to unsubscribe to. But you're right. Every now and again, important work emails so fall through the cracks. While you're talking here, maybe you need a new mail app or you need to change your settings. Look how quick it is. I don't want to show the screen totally my email because that's a little private. But watch, like I can just swipe yeah. and then it deletes. Yeah. And that's all I do. Right when I see something that's spam, I just swipe and delete it. And it's actually therapeutic. 
it would actually probably help you. And it's kind of fun. And and I do this probably six or seven times a day. I go through, okay, I don't need that one. I don't need that one. I don't need that one. Uh, I don't need that one. I don't need any Maybe I'll swipe. do that. It, you know, at some yeah, point, Yeah, but you got to do it a thousand times. With my friend, though, over 45,000. Start over. Like, what's the point? Like, you can't... De- the task is too daunting yep. at that point. No, seriously, I just start even a new email. It. Just start a whole new email address, and maybe that helps you not get so many junk emails. But forty-five thousand? Oh yeah. my god! Maybe you can beat that. Six eight seven one nine. You yeah. can text us. It's just crazy. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's wrap up the show with what did we learn today? And I will tell you what I learned, and that is that I really should be washing my hats. We were talking about this list from Good Housekeeping about 10 things that you need to start washing and cleaning and said that your hats, which I never clean, and I always wear a hat, so think about how much dead skin. They said oh, ton of dead skin. so gross to think about. I should so smell gross. the inside of my hat sometime and just see. Do it right now. All right, hold on. Oh, gosh. Smell look it. At, Let me see. So this hat is white, and look how yellow oh, it is under there. Joey, that's so. Oh, it doesn't smell good. No, it does not. I mean, it doesn't smell like B.O., but it does. It smells. Let me see. It's seasoned. Let me smell this. All right. Smell it. Oh, I don't want to put my face no, close to that. Smell it. I, yeah, but don't put it too close. It'll start getting acne what or something. What is that smell? It's just like a. It's like a. Seasoned. It's what like. What is that? Is that sweat? Vintage. Oh, it's all sweat. Sweat. That is disgust. Get that yeah, out of here. I need to wash this. Uh, someone text us. 68719. How do you wash a hat? I have no idea. For how many? Oh, gosh, I really need to watch I this. recently just washed one of my hats because I wear a hat. It's more of like a, what is the, what's the style of hats that I wear? It's more of like a golf hat. Yeah. When I exercise, I wear one of those yeah, hats. Yeah, it's like a fitness, if you're running a marathon kind yeah. of a hat. Well, I, t- I just tossed it in the washing machine. Yeah, but I can't do that with this. This is a snapback. This is a snap, and this is fancy, but I need to wash this. this is, I need to bleach this. This is disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. Oh, my gosh. Like, All put right, it back well, on. Don't let anybody yeah. see the inside of your hat. I apologize. Well, that's what I learned today, that I need to wash my hats. Yeah, I learned that it costs two pennies to make one penny. Didn't that is know true. That. that is very interesting. I guessed it right, you know, but I had no idea. So that doesn't make any financial sense. Like, right. everything that we are taught is, you know, especially in the world of manufacturing, you need to make sure that right. you can sell it for more than it costs to make. But to have it cost more than it actually is, I don't know. I don't know how you figure it out. I mean, then if it costs a penny to make a penny, it feels like some inception kind of thing. Doesn't it messes it, with my mind. Does it make sense that, and maybe I'm wrong, but wouldn't that mean that would translate to a million dollars takes a million dollars to make? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. one penny takes two pennies. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. How well, I don't works. really know. We're not good at math on this show, but still, I think that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I can't remember the last time I handed someone a penny or used a penny. I honestly cannot remember. Heck, I can't remember the last time I was using cash. It's been yeah. forever since yeah, I've that, used cash. That just to me means, yeah, the value at least, it would yeah. take like $2 million to make $1 million. All right, that does it for the show. If you missed any part of it, listen back to the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast. And that does it. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.